Well, hello, students. You're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions. Look at that. It's me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wings with me today. How are you, Brother Wing? Doing great. And I am, you know, you guys can't see this because you're listening on podcasts here, but Brother Wing has a pretty spectacular beard going on right now. That's a, you look like Oliver Cowdery. Hey, well, I'll take no, that. No, Martin Harris. Martin Harris. That's not, yeah, that's more Martin Harris beard. <laughs> oh, even better. Wow. He had, a, he had a much thicker beard. Students, go if, go Google Martin Harris beard, and you're basically looking at Brother Wing when you see that. <laughs> All right. This week is kind of a cool week, and come follow me. It's, it's, my, it's kind of a rough week. I remember, um, do you remember you were teaching seminary back in the day, Brother Wing, when what was that uh, Mel Gibson movie that came out about Jesus, the death of Jesus, uh, Passion of the Christ? You remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I had a bunch of students, seminary students, asking me like, "Hey, um, do you think we should go see that movie?" That's a that's a that was a tough question because it's a movie about Jesus. I like movies about Jesus, but it was also rated R. Uh, you know, Hollywood really. Um, you know the Hollywood the Hollywoodization of movies uh, can can be concerning at times, but it was so graphic, uh, showing the the crucifixion and death of uh, of Jesus Christ. The reality is, is I mean, what we're reading in the in in the Book of Matthew here and John and Luke about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, it it is going to be kind of graphic, and it is rated R. Uh, what we're going to read about here um, this week, but there's also some other moments that take place that are just, that are just spiritually rated R, right? I mean, they are, we, we, it's so sad. It's so sad. In fact, uh, when we were talking about this podcast before we came, uh, before we came on, uh, Brother Wing mentioned that the verse we're going to read today is one of the, probably the saddest verses in all of scripture. Um Maybe you can introduce that to us when we can talk a little bit about this super, super sad verse, Brother Wayne. Yeah, so Judas, having done what he did uh, to betray Christ and lead to his being taken, he kind of recognizes this. And in Matthew 27, verse 3, um, he says he's, he went to the Jewish leaders and it says he repented himself. <laughs> and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. And then he said, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And so you see this kind of remorse, but on a, on a degree that probably none of us can under even possibly understand where he's at, trying to undo this awful thing that's been done and how he has, you know, fully betrayed Christ. And then it gets worse because the, the leaders respond, what is that to us? Ugh. Um, and then they say, see thou to it. Joseph's translation adds, thy sins be upon thee. You know, these Jewish leaders care nothing. For so you got, you got, Judas, who's, you got Judas who's feeling like, what have I done? And then the leader's like, I don't know. What have you done? Who cares? We don't care. We've got what we wanted. Yeah. yeah. That's brutal. And so he has been used by them. And then when he is upset about that and realizes that this is wrong, they, they are not there to support him in any way, you know, emotionally or spiritually. 
um, even physically. Um, and Judas then goes out and uh, commits a, a pretty egregious uh, sin against himself at that point and hangs himself. He cast, but before that, he had cast down the silver in the temple there. Right. Um, <clears throat> so it's an awful story, just a terrible, awful story. And so you might think, well, why are we even talking about this? <laughs> now, why are we you know? talking about this? Yeah, this is not a pleasant thing, but it is part of the story. We recognize that this is how things played out in, in, uh, in Jesus's life and, and in his death. This contributed here. But it also tells us a story, kind of a lesson for ourselves. Yes, it's an extreme example, but it gives us an example of of where the devil is. And when he uses us, tempts us and uses us and feigns like he's about helping or feigns that he's about truth or feign that he wants to support our feelings, that's just not how he is. You know, Korahor in the Book of Mormon, he unfortunately suffered a similar a similar consequence for all of what he did and he got caught up in things and he believed he he preached falsehoods knowing that they were false but then when people started to believe him you know and he got success in his way of success then he started to believe what was false and kind of like almost like he tricked himself and but then in the end he he his Life ends shamefully in the last verse of Alma chapter 30 says, and thus we see the end of him who perverteth the ways of the Lord. And thus we see that the devil will not support his children at the last day, but does speedily drag them down to hell. And that is the, the unfortunate consequence of all those who kind of go in down this path of rejecting truth um, in such an extreme way. And they'll find in the end they were wrong. But at that point, it's too late. The devil is going to drag them down and, and um, he will not be there to support, to, to help. To, it's a, it's, they were just used and abused. And it's awful. You know, that, that is a, that's a terrible, this is a terrible story. But I do think, like you say, I think it's instructive for us that we, we can't fall. We can't fall to Satan's uh, temptations and his flattery and expect things to just work out okay for us. Like that somehow he's going to help us out or somehow uh, God and his mercy is just going to make us not suffer any consequences. Um, You know, in the Doctrine and Covenants, it teaches that in section 88, we learn that the spirit and the body are the soul of man. Um, And the resurrection from the dead is the redemption of the soul. So when our bodies and our spirits combine together, that's when that's resurrection, that's happiness. When they're separated, that's misery. Well, check this out in Doctrine and Covenant section 10, which if you want to learn a little bit about the tactics of Satan, section 10 is a great section to read. Listen to this. This is the Savior speaking about Satan. He says, and thus he flattereth them and leadeth them along until he draggeth their souls down to hell and that he causeth them to catch themselves in their own snare. And thus he goeth up and down to and fro in the earth, seeking to destroy the souls of men. So we just learned that the soul of man is the body and the spirit uh, together, united together. 
And Satan's goal is to separate our body and spirit. Well, he can't kill us, but what can he do to separate our body and our spirit? Well, one thing he can do is, is convince us that our temporal needs, our, our physical needs, our, our physical wants and desires, our temporal wants and desires are the most important thing that we should be focused on. Here you have Judas that has given 30 pieces of silver, which is quite a bit, a lot of money, right? He's given 30 pieces of silver, and all he has to do is show these guys where Jesus is at. So he does that. And then what happens? So he, he totally has this uh, out of soul experience where his spirit, he's been with Jesus for three years, but his the temporal side of him, the natural man side of him is tempted by 30 pieces of silver and he gives up for what he gives up what he wants most for what he wants in that moment. And then look where it leads him. And I think, I mean, that's that's really what he, he comes to this conclusion. He, he sees what's happened. He sees what he's done and he feels terrible. I'm not condoning his action that he took of committing suicide. That was the wrong choice uh, for him to do. Obviously, he could repent and and be forgiven, even of betraying the Savior. Um, but I tell you what, this is a I think this this plays out maybe not as dramatically as we see it here in the script, but it plays out in our own life, uh, in our own lives a lot. When we're not careful, we we trade what's so important to us for something that we think we want right then. Yeah, and this, you know, this is the, it's an ugly story, and yet this is the beauty of Scripture. You know, Judas at, came to a point where he wishes he could undo what he yeah. had done. And yet for us today, we're living our lives here, and we can actually learn from this situation so we can kind of click undo, you know, in our yeah. thoughts. And, and so we see that we see that what Judas did, we see the effects of it, or we see Korhor, or we, other people that have made mistakes in scripture, we see the results of it. Well, now let's go back and, and undo it then for us at least. And so this, this event happens towards the end of Christ's ministry. Well, the answer to this, he seemed to give at the beginning of his ministry. So you go all the way back to Matthew chapter four. And we see when Jesus fasted for those 40 days and 40 nights, it says, and then the, the tempter came to, to get him, to get the Savior. But the Savior had provided the solution to uh, not being deceived by the devil and resisting his influence. And so in every case where the tempter tempted Jesus, Jesus responded with scripture, every single one. And so there is a message for us. We're going to hold to truth. How are we going to sift through all of the confusion and the complexities and the deceptions that are out there? We're going to cut through them with the word of God. And so that's why scripture study is so important. That's why taking scripture and trying to incorporate it into your life is, is so important. And just like what jo Joseph Smith um, revealed in Joseph Smith Matthew, when he said that in the last days, those who, those who won't be deceived are those who treasure up the word of God. So uh, as we do that, we can avoid uh, deception. And as we hold to the truth, we certainly can avoid the awful consequences that, that come to the fully wicked. Awesome. Excellent. Students, thank you for joining us for this episode of Answers to Gospel Questions. We hope your summer's going great. 
hope you hopefully you're taking a summer institute class all right until next time everybody will ever get stay righteous <laughs>